Hello, and welcome to History Reconsidered, a podcast dedicated to taking a deep dive into historical issues and events and relating them to the modern world. I'm your host, Jarrett Stepman, and this is the introductory episode of History Reconsidered. Uh, a little first about my background. I'm a columnist for The Daily Signal. I'm the author of a book called The War on History, The Conspiracy to Rewrite America's Past. And I'm joined by my co-host, Samatra Maitra, who's joining me right now. Samatra, can you tell me about yourself? Thank you, Jared. Uh, welcome to the very first introductory episode, as Jared mentioned. I, mu- I have to mention something, that this idea of this podcast actually came at a conference when Jared and I were talking about the Queen of England. And we were like talking about, so we knew each other before, and we were talking about how uh, you know, good history needs to be shaped out outside academia. So before we delve into that, and I'm going to, I want Jared to kind of talk about that more later on. My introduction is I am a senior editor of the American Conservative and a senior fellow at the Center for Renewing America. I, as you can guess from my accent, not from this country, but I live here now uh, permanently, uh, in case any of you guys have any kind of questions. Um, <laughs> I, I am also an associate fellow of the Royal Historical Society. And What we have thought about is to provide a platform, not just for academic historians or even, you know, historical researchers, but but quite literally for anyone who loves history Um, and anyone who loves history. This is a place for you to be. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I think that our concept for this is largely that Academic history in the United States, and I think in large parts of the West, uh, is a dying thing, certainly for the layman and the average person. I think that there's been a failure now in recent years and decades to translate what's happening to in academia to real life and the, the experiences of real people. I think that the, I think we both agree that a lot of the quality I think in academia has fallen by the wayside as they become obsessed with. I think a lot of micro history and, of course, many of the ideological narratives that are favored of the day. And there really is something uh, there is a gap. There's a missing gap, I think, in the modern world for discussions about the deeper, deeper ideas of history, the events and people of the past. Um, and so we wanted to make this a show for people of all different backgrounds um, even I think in the future, uh, even though the initial episodes that we have, it'll be just a discussion between me and Sumatra. We'd like to bring on, uh, guests in the future, not just, uh, historians, but those who are interested and knowledgeable about history, discuss different topics and, and do deep dives into topics that are very relevant to today. People with uh, actual knowledge, a deep knowledge about uh, history that, that's quite relevant. And those can be people from, from various backgrounds. It doesn't have to be people, again, with uh, you know PhDs or a long list of academic credentials. It can be simply those who are intelligent and knowledgeable and, and have uh, some kind of understanding of history. And I think that's what's really, that's what's really important and essential. I absolutely agree. And someone who has been in academia and seen the academic history departments from the inside, I can absolutely guarantee. Like one of the th- one of the things that bothered me is that there was a time, like I, I think it was like four or five years back, <clears throat> and I kind of had uh, this this understanding of how the history departments are going. And I was walking through a road uh, in in somewhere in central England, and they're like really old shops of Oxfam and other kind of stuff. 
uh, and they have like dedicated sections of history books. And I went inside and I was doing my PhD at that point of time. I went inside. And I wanted to check all the books that was there. And one of the things that struck me was how few academic history books were there. Books that were coming out of university presses, for example, none of them, you know, because they just don't sell. You know, people don't buy any of the academic, you know, historical research that's coming out. And I started to wonder why. And I started to kind of like make a mental note of what kind of books there were there in the book departments that were sold. And I used to go there every day to just to get a copy and kind of keep an eye on who was buying what kind of books. So I did that for at least a week and a, like, a, I think it was a couple of weeks. People were like really wondering, like, why is this guy just randomly coming and having a cup of coffee <laughs> and just looking at people buying books? But I figured out that most of the people who are coming, regardless of their age, whether they are like old people being nostalgic about their parental generations or, you know, curious about this first world war and the second world war or new, even new people who are coming out, like, you know, very young people coming out and trying to read about a biography of Catherine the Great in Russia, right? I mean, that kind of stuff. And I wondered, these are not the kind of research that's coming out of historical departments anymore, like historical departments in both the UK and the US and pretty much like in the entirety of the Anglosphere are so ideological. They are so, you know, catastrophic in their in their lenses of the of the ideological lenses through which they, they see history. They've got no respect for the patrimony. They've got no respect for gen. They have they, they have no understanding of how and what kind of research or what kind of stuff people even like to read about. You know, no one wants to study the history of the First World War from a very gendered or, you know, racial lens. They want to see what kind of battle tactics were used. You know, who won, who lost, what are the causes of the First World War, that kind of stuff. So I have, I, I came to the conclusion, and, and it hurts me to say, I came to the conclusion that most of the history departments in the universities of the Anglosphere are not worth uh, the piece of paper of the of the books that were written on. So, and given that there is this huge hunger in in people to to kind of like know and study history, we thought that we are going to dedicate this series and this podcast. And regardless of how long it runs and how successful it is, this is a place where we are going to do good history. We're gonna we're gonna talk about genuine historical stuff that people are interested about. And you don't again, like Jared mentioned, you don't need to be uh, someone with a PhD, you don't need to be someone with actually an understanding of how historical research is done. We don't, we don't care. You know, you like something, you like history, write down in the comments of what kind of stuff you want us to talk about. We are going to talk about that in the future episodes, you know, if you want to talk about something which is even very obscure, we're going to do our research and talk about those things. So this is a show for anyone who likes anything to do with good history. It doesn't need to be academic. It doesn't need a lot of citations. We're going to talk about books that's coming out. We're going to talk about subjects of interest that you and I have. This is a show for anyone who loves good history. Yeah, absolutely. And and you're you're entirely correct about the state of academia, what it's become, certainly in the West. It, there's a lot of feeling that much of history now is one giant oppo research project to try to take down the people of the past through a lens that is incredibly modern and ideological. And we saw this with one, I think, very big uh, public history project, the 1619 project from the New York Times that I think uh, had many flaws in it, had many historical flaws, was obviously a, an attempt to rewrite American history from a very different framework that had many flaws that academia was in many cases afraid to criticize because 
um, it did follow a certain narrative that they were afraid to speak out against. And I think what we, we'd like to do on the show is treat history, I think, not as something, look, I mean, obviously we have our own views as people live during this time and we don't live in history, but uh, treat hi- history with the, the fairness that that it deserves and the, the people of the past who lived in different times, different circumstances, try to bring to light how they saw things and the perspectives that that they had, not just not just our own from our from our modern world, but from something from a world gone by that that we can we can certainly learn from in our modern days instead of projecting backwards onto history. Uh, let them teach us something about maybe how we should look at the world going forward. I think so much about how much judgment there now is about the past. I wonder how much will be judged in the future by future generations. And so I think a large part what we're trying to do with, with this podcast is bring a kind of larger discussion about about history from the, I guess you could say, somewhat more sympathetic view that we're trying to learn from people and we're trying to learn from events uh, of the past to try to make sense of our own world in which uh, understanding of history, I think, is unfortunately oftentimes very shallow, especially when we talk about political debates that, that happen in, in both the United States and, and other parts of the world where people can't remember what happened uh, you know, two years ago, let alone 200 years ago. We want to shed a, a larger light on the, the historical record that, that's there and uh, and have our own take on it and have our, our own discussion about what we should think about uh, these issues and these people. And I think that that's, that's an important discussion to have right now as it feels, it feels that our own time uh, is very much in flux, that, that there are a lot of big political issues that the West is currently dealing with, a lot of great challenges. Uh, it's nice to go back through the record and try to understand our own time through a much li- wider lens of history than what we currently get. I think I think you're absolutely right. I think one of the things why, and this is for the readers and the listeners uh, of, of our future podcast, one of the things we kind of thought about is to decide on what to name this show. And the reason we chose History Considered after, after a whole list of things is not just because it <laughs> sounds good, but also because of this academic, you know, direction that history departments have taken so far. Um, we both sort of like, we, we obviously, we, we agree on a whole bunch of things and we also disagree uh, as you guys will surely see on a, on a bunch of things, but some of, but, but the thing that we both agree on is that history is cyclical and there are rhymes and, you know, uh, reputations that we need to know. And, and there are patterns that we can observe, which are timeless. And one of the thing that we hope to, uh, kind of put forward in this in this show uh, is to reconsider some of the things that happened before, and try and show to the to the audience that what you're seeing currently in front of you about a very particular set of issues or events or or happenstance are they they have occurred in human history before. Maybe not in the exact same you know uh, maybe not the exact same actors maybe not the exact same way. Or maybe like you know the game was a little different, um, but overall, there there are there are things there are very timeless values there are very timeless movements there are very timeless patterns that we can observe and that is a key uh, we both kind of think and I'm sure Jared would like expand on that more uh, we both kind of think that that is important for anyone who thinks history is important because if you if if everything like there was this recent uh 
the thing that happened, in, I think it was in Canada, where they uh, chopped out from the library all the books that was written before 2008. And if that is a kind of idea that we move forward with and we see history through, then nothing of the past is important. Nothing of the past up until a point would be important to even understand anything of the future. And most importantly, we wouldn't even have a defining point. Everything would be revolutionary. Everything would be in flux. You know, we, we would we would not have a way to decide even what's happening in the future because what is future tomorrow will be past someday. And then that would be, you know, oh, so this is past and, you know, this is not a lens that we should look at history. I mean, and, and, and we don't think that's a good idea. We don't think humans should just completely eradicate everything from the past, every wisdom that comes through, every, you know, uh, event that happened before. And, and it's, and it's short-sighted to not see any of the patterns that that's visible in front of your eye and to see, okay, maybe this was a mistake in the past. Maybe this was not, maybe the, there were some things, you know, there was, there is a reason why we are still excavating and finding Roman roads, which are still stronger than some of the new roads that we're designing. You know, if everything in the past is bad, then how are we still, you know, finding Roman mosaics in, in Turkey, whereas our own infrastructure is crumbling in front of our eyes, you know? So I think those are not just metaphorical. Those are very real things in history. And I think we should we should keep an eye on that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that that is civilization. That's what separates us from from the beasts. That's what makes and that's why his, his civilizations can often be wise is because it is an accumulation of knowledge and experience that passes down through through the generations. And I think that this kind of mindset that, well, you know, we should just chop off, you know, everything that that happened more than. 10 years ago and just ignore that because of course history is filled of things that we think are bad and icky and and we don't want to talk about those things we want to we want to just forget everything and just you know start over again at year zero uh unfortunately you know that means you're you're chopping out the great wisdom of history and the wisdom of what's been built up by many 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 generations and yes there's certain element of of forgetting that's maybe important and necessary within history. You know, we can't, right. uh, I think some civilizations, unfortunately get tied up to, you know, wait, Hey, we lost a battle in 1537 against these people and we need to get them for that. I think that can be a problem too. <laughs> um, but, but, and that's very common. That's probably more common in the old world than, than the new world where, where I think we have just a tendency to forget everything in the past. And of course that makes us susceptible to those who come along and say, well, you know, everything you may have, heard about the past is wrong they're actually you know all just a bunch of villains that everything you've your civilization has built up on uh has been a lie it's all been terrible and i think that makes uh, society very susceptible uh to hucksters and i think ideological yep. zealots who want to twist that history uh to make it into something very different and i think we've seen a lot of that uh in the modern world so our goal is to kind of fill in the gaps i think for for the audience not just about American history, but but world history. I think we're going to touch on a lot of topics that have to do with foreign policy, have to do with not just the United States, but uh, events of world history, both modern and ancient. I think that's that's an important thing. I think there's a lot of interest. I think one of the issues that we have uh, in discussing a discussion of American history is that we rarely put it in context of larger global and world history. And if you have nothing to compare your own history to, 
well, everything that seems bad will seem very, very bad. And we may think that things are very good that are not very good in, in the global context. And so it's important to have that larger perspective to understand both, you know, where America is the same as much of all of human civilization and the places where it actually departs from the rest of human civilization. I think that's that's important, certainly in the context of some of the ideological debates that are happening uh, in the 21st century to give a larger perspective. So we'd like to cover many topics, uh, even outside U.S. history, including U.S. history, uh, which I think will be good for, for the audience. And I think we'll, we'll kind of broaden the perspective uh, of the audience in, in the long run. I agree. And before we end, I would like to say to the audience that, as you can see from the way we talk, we are two old friends. We talk, we love history. We talk in a friendly way. This is not uh, a question answer pattern kind of system. It's not like an interview. We would have our guests who are going to come and talk about stuff and they're going to school us about stuff that we have no idea about. So we just, we just love history and we thought this is going to be a place for people like us, like-minded people who just love history to be around. We're going to have a whole bunch of stuff to do in the future. There will be like uh, quizzes and there will be like trivia game, game shows and we, we're going to do a whole thing. Like we already have planned out about we're going to do movie reviews and book reviews, and uh, and we have we'll have guests. It's going to be a fun-filled, fun-filled ride, and let's see how that goes. Like as the as they say, the history of you know the time kind of like runs in a in a way, and we are going to see if this show can match the distance. Yeah, oh, that's right, and that's that's one segment that we will certainly ever have every single week is the books that we're we're reading and talking about. I think that an important part of when we do our podcast, which you know, will run its length to give a larger perspective on whatever topic we're, we're speaking about, give a few book recommendations, things that we're reading to inform ourselves about the topic, I think will be uh, a, a weekly part of the show. Because again, I think it's important that if you want to learn more about these things, you know, where can you go for books that have something of uh, to say uh, and something of yep. interest? So that will definitely be a part uh, of every one of our shows uh, going forward is, some book to kind of help the reader along if they or the listener along if they wish to continue to delve into the topic beyond what we've said during the show and we will have merchandise which <laughs> we haven't decided how or when or where but we will <laughs> definitely have merchandise we cannot let the other competitive shows from the uk to win over this one so we're definitely <laughs> gonna have merchandise in the future and, <laughs> and i hope some of you would join to buy some of those and spread the word Absolutely. So I think that about wraps it up. Hopefully uh, you'll enjoy our podcast and that you'll tune in every week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Until next time.